We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What do you, what do you want and me to- we are live, Jeffrey. Uh, once again, it's the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. It, it is another week, bright and early on a Monday morning. Uh, we have maybe the most boring slate in the history of college basketball tonight. Uh, as always, we are powered by our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. My name is Rob Doster, that handsome man that you see on the other side of me, wearing the same white tee that he recorded the Bill Self podcast <laughs> yesterday. True. He's the one and only Jeff Goodman. Jeff, why do you got to throw me under the bus? Why do you got to throw me under <laughs> the bus like that? Hey, look, I, I have 17 different white t shirts too. Can I show you the t shirt I have on right now, though? Go ahead. This, is, this is what I get for Valentine's Day presents these days. It's not a dad bod. It's a father figure. That's that's very cute. <laughs> Gabrielle, <laughs> take care of you there. Yeah, I have I have eight million of these t shirts now, so I might just bring a new one on the stream every single day. See if we can find one that's lucky. Maybe get some wins on deck. <laughs> well, hey, I'm climbing back, out. man. I'm climbing back. So how about this? Let me bring it up right now. Let me show you. Let me tell you exactly where I am in terms of uh, profitability. At my right. low point, I was yeah. down. Right, total. I was down. Um, about six hundred and fifty dollars, right? Okay, that was on February third. Today, yeah. I am only down one hundred and ninety-seven dollars. Wow! Look at you, climb, scrapping back. I told you, don't call wow. it a comeback, man. And I'm, it's been I'm, a, it's I'm, been a, I'm going it's the been, other direction. I mean, eventually, I'm you know what's going to happen? Eventually, we're going to meet in the middle at zero, and the only people that'll made money out of this entire year are the books. Yeah, probably. No, I, congratulations, you know, Rivers. We, say, paid, we paid for our own advertising. <laughs> I'm still at what fifty six percent from the year. Yeah, uh, I mean you're you're good. You're up. We just got to get hot. Let's I mean, get I'm hot. Two games over five hundred on bet spurts. That's what I look at. That's how I take a positivity. I'm ten games. I'm one fifty one and one forty one on bet spurts. So all right. So so anyway. let's before we get into to tonight's slate, which is basically tonight's game, which is basically Virginia against Florida State for ACC supremacy, which should be really good and a really interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about what we kind of saw yesterday because okay. Jeff. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Michigan is yeah. officially back. They're back, baby. They are back. They are back. And and coming off a 23-day layoff, we've seen what other teams have done coming off long layoffs. To come off a 23-day layoff and win a game at the Kohl Center against a ranked Wisconsin team, um, I get it's not the Kohl Center that that we're used to with fans, but it's still a road game against a, a ranked team, a team that 
I think I had preseason at like number six or seven in the country, which Robbie Hummel told me I was crazy. Um, what I told him was I felt like out of the gates, Wisconsin would be better than a lot of teams because they had everybody back. I, I did. I never, never bought into their talent level, but I bought into the fact that that they were a team that did really well the second half of last year and they returned everything. Uh, and they did pretty well coming out of the gates. But yeah, Michigan, listen, I, I can't say enough about this team now. I was so wrong about them in the preseason. I had them ranked like 42nd or something like that. And, and a lot of it was I didn't know how good Mike Smith would be. And, and I felt like, like if you don't have a point guard, I don't care what you got around him. I love Hunter Dickinson. I always loved Hunter Dickinson. I like, you know, Livers, obviously, terrific, terrific player. We didn't know how good Chandé Brown was going to be coming in on his role. So, Michigan, you've completely won me over. Juwan Howard, you have completely won me over. You are the outlier to the former NBA player who's made $100 million and is successful coaching college basketball. Yeah, so I'm not ready to say that Michigan belongs in the same tier as as Baylor and Gonzaga because they are – like I think those two teams have, have – yeah. Set themselves apart from everybody else. Like they, Michigan had a slip up where they lost by twenty to a Minnesota team that can't beat Maryland, right? True. Gonzaga, Gonzaga's never had that. Baylor's never had that. So I think that there, there's, there's a different level there. But I, I, I think that all of those conversations we had about who is the third best team in college basketball are completely moot now and complete yeah. waste of time. Right. And we're so dumb that we didn't just say, hey, you know what? It's Michigan. And, and yep. for me, look, here's what made that win so impressive, right? Um. If you go back and, and you know, Brendan Quinn over at the Athletic had had some really good stuff on on kind of what Michigan went through during their time off. So I would suggest that you go sign up to the Athletic and go read his content. If you are a Michigan fan, if you're not doing it already, I don't know what you are doing with your life. Um, but it, it was basically like they weren't allowed to get into the the Michigan Athletic facilities for two weeks except for COVID testing. The only thing that they could do was do recorded workouts from their house that were sent to them by the Michigan um, strength and conditioning coach, which like, I mean, if you're in your house or your apartment or your dorm, like how much work are you actually doing? There was a quote from, I think it was Isaiah livers that he gave to Brendan that said, um, when our, our first practice back, it felt like a, like our first practice in the summer, just because of like how tired you were and how yeah. quickly you kind of lost it. And when they came in on, on Sunday, they like, they, they got behind by 14, right? Yep. They were yep. down big early. And they made they came all the way back, but it wasn't like a thing where they just started forcing turnovers. And it wasn't a thing where it's like they hit a whole bunch of threes and just had like this this right. 17 nothing run that came out of nothing because Wisconsin melted down. What happened was they sat in the stands for 30 seconds on every single possession and made life hell for Wisconsin. They allowed point zero it was uh it was zero point five eight points per possession in the second half after giving up one point three seven points per possession in the first half. What they did was just play tough, tough, tough defense for 30 seconds every possession. And, like, that takes such a toll on your legs. Yes. Like, if you're sitting in a stance and sliding for 30 seconds like that, that, that is how you wear yourself out. And they did it despite not being in shape, despite being down 14 on the road against a team that doesn't give up comebacks like that. Wisconsin doesn't turn the ball over. They don't make mistakes. They drain the clock better than anybody in college basketball this side of Tony Bennett. I, I will put that. Like it was – that was that was one of the most impressive performances. I was just going to say that all year, all year of any team anywhere. Period. I mean, again, you know, you'll go through and say, "Well, Gonzaga pounding the crap out of whether it was Iowa, whether it was Virginia, whatever." Like there were some impressive performances. This 
when you add in the fact that they were off and unable to do what so many now they were smart too they didn't come right back now they couldn't right like but some teams are some teams are coming right off a pause and playing like four days later Michigan Juwan Howard was at least smart enough to look at the bigger picture and they could they had to protect their equity they have built up right like you can't come out of the gates lose this one and then you're worried about your kid's psyche a little bit right all that so they were smart enough to say like we're not going to play sooner than we feel uh, we're ready to play. Yeah, and honestly, like it should be like that for everybody else in the country. But it's not. You know, but it's I, not. It's, it's it's an it's an in, like it's not. Me, it's like a it's like a player player health and player safety issue to come but back. That's the NCAA's um, fault. That's the NCAA's fault for not moving back the NCAA tournament. That's that's the problem. When they didn't move back the NCAA tournament from March to May, which they could have done, I'm told they could have done it. Like TV would have done it. Then ultimately what they did there was say every team that was coming off a 14-day pause, especially early on, because they didn't know if they were going to get their 13 games in to be eligible for the postseason. They're all rushing back. And, and even now, mm-hmm. some of them are going to rush back if they don't have 13 games. Well, who the who the hell cares? I mean, it's so stupid. Like all they had to do was push it back to May. Nothing's going on in May. Nothing's going on. Like could have easily done this so the teams wouldn't have had to rush back. And it's not just the rushing back. Like, so Fred Hoiberg was talking about this the other day, and we kind of mentioned it briefly um, on, yeah. on the podcast yesterday. But the schedule that that Nebraska is being oh, forced to play, it's like it, it's honestly it should be considered unacceptable. Right. Um, You're right. It's there's the the player welfare is just like there's no consideration for it whatsoever. They're playing nope. seven games in twelve days in five they states. Care. They don't care. At all. It's a joke. It's a at joke. All. And and um, at, at putting those kids through that, it's just uh, – I, I got the schedule right here. So here's here's what they played. On Saturday, February 6th, they were at Michigan State. That Monday, the 8th, they were at Minnesota. On that Wednesday, they played home against Wisconsin. On Friday, they played at home against Illinois. Yesterday, they were at Penn State. Tomorrow, they're at Maryland. Wednesday, they're at Maryland. That's ridiculous. 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 One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games between February 6th and February 17th, playing in Maryland, in Pennsylvania, in Nebraska, in Minnesota, and in Michigan. That should not be acceptable. That should not be something that is happening in in college basketball this year. I got one for you, We've and and I tweeted it. SIU Edwardsville, we'll get to it today on today's slate. Uh, SIU Edwardsville is playing its – 13th game in 25 days today. 13th game. They're, they're, they're playing Murray State at home. I mean, like, how is this – how is it right? How is it right? And, again, part of this is on, on the NCAA. Part of it is on, obviously, the Ohio Valley Conference because this isn't this isn't what SIU Edwardsville wants to do, but this is the schedule they're dealt. They're going to play these games. And you know what? I am shocked, Rob. I am absolutely shocked that we haven't had more like major, major injuries this season. Um, now, maybe we have, and we just don't know it. But I, I feel like ultimately we, we haven't had as many knock on wood to, to like high major teams that I thought we'd have. Yeah, and and I think that stuff like this is going to show up in in terms of like muscle strains and um, hamstring issues more than it is going to be. Um, yeah, but it's also like, yeah. look at teams like like Tennessee. Part of the reason Tennessee's having some of their issues is just they're just so banged up at this yeah. point. You know, Eve Eve Ponds has a bad knee, and 
John Fulkerson has a bad wrist, and and there's guys on the team that are just bang, like, and I'm sure they're not the only team that has a bunch of guys that are beat up at this point in the season. Very and true. It's not just physically; it's mentally. So it, it's it is what it is. I, I don't really know like what else to say it, but uh, what else to say about it beyond like it, it's it's hard. And, and you know, it, it was actually very interesting. And, and I'll give you credit for this one. Um, the the podcast that you recorded with Bill Self, which is going to drop for us at noon today, um, is hearing him talk about the, the, he actually says like winning is just not as important this year. Yep. And it's, it's, it's one, it's nice to hear a coach of bill self stature say that and come out publicly and say that. Um, and two, it's, it's something that we all need to acknowledge, right? Like it's what, what all of these players are going through is the same thing that, that you and I are going through and the people that are listening to this are going through. And it's, it's not easy, man. So um, I give I give these kids a lot of credit for going out there and playing as hard as they do and, and for as long as they have. And just uh, no to, to be able to make sure the NCAA gets that nine hundred dollar or nine hundred million dollar paycheck. That's probably that's only going to eight fifty this year. Just so you know, Rob, without without fans in attendance, merchandise is going to go down. They're only going to get about eight fifty. It's tough, tough, unbelievable. Yep. How much do the players get into that cut? Uh, uh, the percentage would be <laughs> a big fat zero, Robert. A big fat zero, nothing, nothing. Oh man! Next All right, week. so let's let's talk about tonight's slate. It's yeah. um, it's pretty short. There's one really interesting game. It is Virginia at Florida State between, for my money, you're disrespecting Stephen F. Austin in New Orleans here. By the way, um, Bullshit. if they can if they can find a way to get out of the snow to play that game, uh, two o'clock. Let's Two o'clock tilt. You think it goes off? What, what is- I don't know, man. I, the, the Deep South is not built for the amount of snow that they're getting. I can't wait to see the videos of Gary Parrish trying to shovel his driveway in Memphis. He's going to be buried. He's only four foot six. So like- do, you think, do, you think, do you think GP actually has a snow shovel? No. Hell no. Yeah, there's no way he does. What do you th- how do you think he's going to get out? Do they have snow plows in Mississippi? No. no, he's going to call his neighbor to come over and help him. <laughs> A hundred. Actually, no, no. I got a better one. He's going to have his wife Kelly shovel him out. Yeah, probably. Poor Kelly. I would honestly, I would trust her more with a shovel than I would trust Gary Paris. <laughs> no doubt. No. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Virginia at Florida State. Florida State's laying a point and a half. The total in that game is one twenty nine point five. Jeffrey Goodman, where do you stand? I, I don't like. I honestly. I'm so confused by this game. You know, two top teams in the in the in the ACC. Uh, when did we ever think we'd say that, right? Like Virginia and Florida State are clearly the two best teams in the ACC. Well, they they were. I know they were. I know. No, I know. They won the before. title. The year that Virginia won the title. But now you're not like. No, like, because they're still there. there. I guess what we're saying is like they're still there, right? Like Tony Bennett is there every year now. Leonard Hamilton is there every year now for the last five years, and they're not going away. I guess that's my surprise more than anything. But here's my thing with Virginia, and I've been pretty uh, adamant about this all year, is we don't know still how good Virginia really, really is because the ACC is not great. And um, do you want to guess on Virginia's best win this year? Give me give me a top 40 team that they've beaten so far this year, Rob Duster. Um, their best win, isn't it Georgia Tech? Am I am I wrong on that? I think well, Georgia, Georgia Tech is is fifty eighth in the in Kemp Palm and sixty first in Clemson, the net. So Clemson, you're wrong. Clemson's their best win. North Carolina, yeah, they don't, I mean they don't have a great win. Uh, that's what they were Clemson, last season too. Clemson is their best win. Clemson is forty sixth in Kemp Palm, forty fifth in the net. They've beaten 
Syracuse, who's 57. They've beaten NC State, who's like 100. They beat Pitt, who's like 80. Um, Notre Dame twice. They're 50. So anyway, long story short, we don't know how great Virginia is. Like they're they're in the top 10 in all the metrics. And I still say like, why? Like what have they done to earn a top? Like some, one of them has them at like seven. Like well, seven. I'm, I'm not going to see. I'm not going to sit here and try to explain um, how uh, how um, pace adjusted yeah. and, uh, and and schedule adjusted efficiency metrics works yeah. because yeah. like the, the fact that you don't understand it at this point in 2021 <laughs> tells me that there's no way that you're ever going to get it. Um, and trying Unless to you get Kenny Palm on here, you're right. Trying to talk to you about see see the problem is you you would rank. After watching Loyola's win over Drake and the Drake's win over Loyola, you put yeah. that on a par, right? Because you're all about results. You put that on a par. Whereas Loyola no, went over Drake, more impressive than Drake's win over Loyola. You are essentially the RPI of rankings. No, That's I, I wouldn't put it because results tank, only. Nope, tank you're the RPI. I'm going to start Drake. calling you. I'm going to start. I'm going to start calling you the GPI. That you are. Anyway, um, anyway. so. Also, having said all that and having roasted you for it, I actually agree. Like <laughs> Virginia's, <laughs> Virginia's like kind of unproven at this point in terms of um, what they are. I think there's a little bit of like that Wisconsin effect. I don't know if you remember this, but like in the uh, early teens, yeah, um, Wisconsin was always like completely overrated and overvalued by Ken Palm's um, by 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 Ken Palm's formula because they would blow out bad teams and win by like forty playing. Yeah. Uh, a really, really, really slow pace, and that just completely um, skewed what their their rankings were in his in his algorithm. So, I think there might be a little bit of that going on, uh, but oh, like I, I think this matchup to me is very, very, very worrisome for Virginia for a couple of reasons. One, oh boy, oh boy, look at you. Yeah, well, one, um, I think that Kihei Clark runs into trouble when he has to go up against Blank. big athletic defenders at the point guard spot. And he's going to have to, because like every single person that has played for Leonard Hamilton at Florida state for the last decade has been six, six and athletic, right? Like it's like a factory that they have pretty much. Well, they know what they know what to recruit. Yeah. Like, they give them credit. Their assistant coaches now know exactly what Leonard Hamilton wants and needs for this system. Like I, I give them credit they, and, and they can find it down there in, in the South. It's, yeah. it's easy for them to find those long and athletic dudes. Yeah. So, I mean, the, obviously those long and athletic dudes are going to give um, give Kihei Clark some trouble. I mean, yeah. uh, we kind of we, – we know that about, about Virginia and their offense. Um, the other part of it is that they have – like where Virginia kind of creates mismatches is because their they're best three-point shooters, the guys that make everything that create all the space for them, are their five, their four, and their three. Right. Right. It's Trey Murphy, it's Sam Hauser, and it's Jay Huff. And they, they they make themselves very difficult to guard because their entire front line just stands around the perimeter and and like you cannot let them get open threes. If Sam Hauser gets an open three, he's making it. Yeah. If Jay Huff gets an open three, he's making it. If Trey Murphy gets an open three, he's making it. And like there's not going to be that matchup problem with Florida State because they switch everything and they have guys that are like we said, everyone is big and they can guard on the perimeter. So um what Florida State's defense basically does is be, make you make you win in isolation. Yep. You're not going to you can't run your stuff against Florida State and have success. You have to beat them in isolation. And I don't know how uh, Virginia necessarily does that. That said, I think that Virginia will be able to stop them. So um, there's two things I like here. Uh, I think I probably lean towards Florida State 
in terms of what that line is, especially since it's at home. But I, I think I like the under more in this spot because I don't think that Florida State's going to have a very easy time scoring against Virginia. But I also don't think that Virginia is going to really be able to run much offense. And last year, when Florida State still had two lottery picks on their roster, both of these games went under 129. It was 61-56. Virginia won at home. And Florida State won in Tallahassee 54-50. to All right. So I'm going to give you a couple factors that play into my confusion with this, this game. Um, number one is Florida State was coming off a pause recently and squeaked by Wake Forest. That That's worrisome. No doubt about it. I mean, you, you, if you're that good, you're not squeaking by Wake Forest. But again, you've been in a pause for a couple of weeks. So uh, we know how that usually works out other than a team like Michigan. Uh, number two. So that's kind of why I'm, I'm like, man, Virginia, Virginia. Um, they're good on the road. They're 5-1 on the road this year. Uh, but here's here's the stat of the day, Rob. Here's the stat of the day. Um, Florida State has won 23 straight home games. In the ACC, 23 straight. The record is 26. Duke won 26 straight from uh, 1997 to 2000. So uh, the the Donald Tucker Center, I think that's what it's called. Not positive on that, but I think so. Has been kind to Florida State. And no, they don't have fans there today. So it, it'll be a little bit different. But um, they've won three of their last four uh, against Virginia in Tallahassee. They own everybody in Tallahassee lately. Uh, they have that confidence. And this is an older team. These are guys, not a bunch of freshmen other than Scotty Barnes. You know, this is a team, both teams. You want to know why they're successful, Rob? Here, here's why. Virginia, Sam Hauser, redshirt senior. Jay Huff, redshirt senior. Kihei Clark, junior. Um, Trey Murphy, junior. Reese Berkman is a freshman. He's the only freshman, obviously, the only underclassman in Virginia's team. Um, Florida State, uh, senior. MJ Walker, uh, redshirt juniors, Wyatt Wilkes, Raekwon Gray. Uh, Bulls is a, a, a sophomore. He's the only one. And then you got Raekwon Evans is a senior. So if look no further than the starting lineups and the veterans in the experience. And we've talked about this um, countless times. Experience this year matters more than ever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So you're you're on Florida State then, I'm assuming? You convinced me. Yeah. You convinced right. you. You actually convinced me to go Florida State. I came into this pod having no idea which way I was going. Um, but, but yes, I'm going to say Florida State. Their dominance at home, their, their, their trust that they can win at home, and a bunch of guys who have done it over and over and over gives me that. All right. Since we are both on Florida State, I would just like to uh, now congratulate West, uh, uh, congratulate Virginia on their win in Tallahassee tonight, since that's guaranteed to <laughs> to, to happen if I talked you into something. So um, the only other high major game of the night is is Washington at Washington State. Wazoo is laying seven. Uh, gonna give me give me a reason why I shouldn't push all the chips in the middle on on the fighting Kyle Smiths. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm kind of with you here. Washington's been an abomination all season long. The only reason I would say, what are you laughing at? That's a good word. I like it, abomination. And they have. I mean, uh, we love Mike Hopkins. Everybody loves Mike Hopkins. Um, he needs to do something. He needs to do something here after the year. I would assume it'll be a lot of uh, coaching turnover within his staff. That's what I would guess. But, you know, usually these games, you know, you, you, you go with taking seven and a half in a rivalry, an in-state rivalry game in which Washington has always been considered the, the favorite here, the big dog 
compared to Washington State that has been awful for years. I, I just can't I can't bring myself to take the points. I can't do it. I just Washington is not a good basketball team. Um, and Washington State, their trajectory is is moving this way. And Washington is 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 it's a flat out tanking. I mean, it's like they're it's like they think there's there's gonna be a draft and they're tanking for the number one overall pick or something. They're that bad. Yeah, they are. They're not very good. Um and and Washington State is they are solid and they are well coached and they have really good players and their point guard Isaac Bonson can really really go. Yeah. They got a center in, in FA Abogidi that I I love even though he's uh he hasn't really been great um in recent weeks and uh yeah, they're laying uh laying 7. I'm all over. Laying 7 at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. And real quick, let me just tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with them yet, now's the time. Uh, they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit, but what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. When you win at Bet River Sportsbook, they pay fast, and now it's even faster with Rush Pay instant approval for withdrawals. It's safe, it's secure, it's reliable. I know because I use them. Uh, so with, with March Madness right around the corner, there's never been a better time to give Bet River Sportsbook a try. Go to BetRivers.com today or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. You must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Jeffrey, are there any mid-major games that you're interested in? No, but, well, yeah, yeah, I'll take Murray. I'll take Murray. It's The line's risen from 10 to 11 and a half against SIU, Edwardsville, but we, we went through it before, again, you know, playing, uh, you know, as many games as they have here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take Murray, even though Murray's not uh, traditionally Murray right now. Uh, can I can I get one thing off my chest? I, I just I know you're not a big NBA guy, but the Boston Celtics right now are are 500. Rob, I don't know if you've noticed this. They're 500 right now uh, at 13 and and 13. Believe it or not, and and people around these parts, like my buddies, want Brad Stevens gone. They they just lost to Detroit, the Pistons, and Washington. And back-to-back games at home against Detroit, at Washington, they were completely embarrassed. And I'm telling you, like, like Brad Stevens, I'm not saying he's gone, gone, but like, if he does, he doesn't turn this thing around a little bit. Fans are on his ass right now here. Yeah, so um, that's great news for Indiana fans because obviously there's nothing he wants more than to go back to Indiana and get back into the college ranks. I don't know if you know this, Jeff. Brad Stevens, yeah, is, is from. Indiana. I've heard this. I've heard and there's there's a coach at the University of Indiana who is not really living up to the expectations that Indiana fans expect out of their program. So clearly, the, the, this, this happened last time. By the there. way, this is the same thing that happened. Now again, a little different because, but but when Tom Crean uh, was was on the hot seat at that point, it was I, I swear I think it was even like Brad might have just taken this Celtics job, and people still thought he was going to leave to go to Indiana at that point. Um, now, Brad, the, the the one thing I'll say is if Brad gets fired by the Celtics after this year, after next year, whatever, he'll have multiple other opportunities within the NBA to stay yeah. in the league if he he's wants. Not, he's not coming back to college. Got he's not. He's not, not. I mean, listen, you know, to me, again, I, I still say if you're if you're a Celtics fan, you have every right to be frustrated. You shouldn't be 13 and 13. Um, but you need to see. And Kemba played okay uh, against the Wizards. Jason Tatum was terrible terrible um you need to see a healthy Kemba Walker still after the all-star break see what the Celtics look like and ultimately the seed means nothing in the Eastern Conference this year for the most part um 
if you're peaking at the right time and they do have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, um, they're missing Gordon Hayward. They're missing a guy who moves the basketball, to be honest. Okay. Okay. No one, no one cares about the NBA on the stream. All right. I'm no, one cares, no one cares about your Celtics takes. I'm Go talk saying. to Bob Ryan about that. It was, it was Brad Stevens. There was a connection. No one cares about the Celtics. Okay. Here's, here's what we're going to talk about. All right. What are we talking about? So we've had, we have two questions in the chat that I wanted to, uh, to just get on real quick. Um, <laughs> Lake show magazine, uh, asked if he thinks um, Eastern Kentucky blows away Tennessee Tech or at least covers the eight. Uh, yes, I like Eastern Kentucky in that spot. Um, the other question was from 82 Atlantic, and he wants to know uh, if Maryland makes the NCAA tournament. And I honestly think that they will. And this I is why. They, they have wins. They've played 20 games this season, right? Ten of, uh, 14 of them have been against Quadrant 1 opponents. They're 4-10 and 10 in those Quad 1 games. Um, they play one of the toughest schedules in all of college basketball. I think that they are like number two. They're number one right now in strength of schedule. Um, and here's what they got the rest of the season. Yeah, I know they're 10 and 10 overall. Here's what they got the rest of the season. Nebraska at home on Tuesday. Nebraska at home on Wednesday. They're at Rutgers, which is another chance to get a quad one win. Yeah. Uh, then they get Michigan State at home. They're at Northwestern. And they get Penn State at home. They could win them all. They probably should go at, at minimum five and one in those games. And with what the with what they have right now, getting to fifteen and eleven overall with their strength uh, strength of schedule, that's hard for me to say. Strength of schedule, five and one, fourth one, one wins in the Big Ten. They're they're in. But think in. about it. They, look, they're they won at Wisconsin, right? They won at Illinois, which is one of the best wins anybody's going to have this year. Illinois is number four in the net. How many teams in the top five of the net have lost at home? Not many. That's one of the best wins anyone's going to have. They won at Minnesota. I know that's like nothing anymore, but winning on the road is winning on the road. So. Yeah, I think I think Maryland, they have work to do, um, but I think they're going to get in. And to answer Colin Gorham's question, yes. Uh, I, I think Drake, as long as they don't do anything stupid the rest that's of the way. That's the question. Right. Yeah. That's that's the answer there, Rob. Like today, as of today, Drake is in, Colin. But, again, they got Northern Iowa on the road, Evansville twice, Bradley twice on the road. You can't go like three and two down the stretch now. You have to win them all. You, the only the only game you can lose is to Loyola in the MVC title game. If you want to get pretty it. much, pretty much. But they put but getting that win is what put themselves in the position, and they had to do that. All right, Jeffrey, uh, we've been here for thirty minutes. Um, if you guys want to find every single one of the picks that we are making, uh, go and download the BetSperts app on any of the uh, devices, whether it's the Google Play Store or the Android Store, whatever, whatever you people that that. that that don't use iPhones use to download the app from uh, it's there. It's also in the, the, the iPhone store and the, 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 um, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No, I can't. The app, the, the app store. There you go. The app store. Yeah. So go download that. That's where we upload all of our picks. Um, and, uh, yeah, Jeffrey, it's been fun. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.